we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 255. The 255th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast just so happens to be a poll list priorities. These are the priorities for the week of the 25th of November, 2020. I will be going over the books that come out on the 25th of November, as well as the final order cutoffs or the books due to be ordered by the 23rd at the absolute latest. So, if you're not familiar with all this stuff is, don't worry. It'll be explained as uh, I go through and talk about this stuff. <laughs> so, uh, let's let's just get on with it, huh? Well, maybe not right off the bat. I do got to tell you about my sponsor. It's not that I got to. I like to how about the Hooked on Comics? If you don't know Hooked on Comics, is you obviously haven't been listening to the podcast for very long. I'm a proud sponsor of this here show. So Hooked on Comics was brought to me by NSCLiveTV.com to bring to you. And they really are the uh, <laughs> top tier level uh, when it comes to getting your comic books remotely. Whether it be a, through a live buy it now type of sale or a auction, live auction. This is what they do. This is what NSC Live TV brings as well. Uh, Hooked on Comics is just at, like the tippy, tippy top. So on Tuesdays at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, you get your new book pre-sale show. Yep, you get it. I said new books on Tuesday. You heard me right. So you get your opportunity to hit these books before they actually hit the shelves on Wednesday. And uh, you're very, it's very, 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 very likely you're going to find me in there bidding on books, claiming books, and all that good stuff. And then on Saturday is their live auction show where you got your CGCs and your silvers and your bronzes and your keys and all that good stuff. It's a collector's paradise, man. So Saturdays, that, that show takes place at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Now I told you when, now I got to tell you where. Go to NSCLiveTV.com and you'll see Hooked on Comics in there in Channel Guide, uh, Channel 3. Or you can go to Hooked on Comics, their Facebook page. Like that Facebook page, get notified when they go live. As well as joining the Cheers to Comics Facebook group where you know I'm shouting them out. Once again, potentially even finding me in there. So uh, Tuesdays, Saturdays, 5 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Hooked on Comics is the place. So let's uh, let's talk about some of these books that Hooked on Comics is going to be 
having for us now, shall we? Let's start with the FOCs. Now, the FOCs, that's slang for final order cutoff dog. Now, uh, why are these important? Uh, I'll tell you why they're important. You know, the, the, they're not... the. Uh, the, the quantity of books isn't ordered through the local comic book shops, and they don't get printed. You know, these publishers, especially during these trying times, they're, they're not just printing books willy-nilly. They want to make sure they're going to get sold, you know, and uh, that's, yeah. Uh, so, you know, these stores, they don't order the books until unless they're told that there's some sort of demand for them. They don't know there's a demand unless people are pre-ordering them. See? See? You do your part for the entire comic book market by pre-ordering your books. And you also don't have to hang out around the shelves and just uh, hope and cross your fingers that that title is going to be out, be available for the shelf. Because, like I said, that's not always the instance. Things aren't how they used to be, guys. That's why FOCs are more important than ever. Uh, for you as a collector, a reader, and for the industry as a whole. So, that's why I do these here segments. Now, let's get on with it. The books that are due to be ordered by Monday the 23rd. This is the FOC cutoff date for the week. Let's start with some indies. Let's start with Vault Comics. Vault Comics, we have just one book due to be ordered by Monday. We have Sarah and the Royal Stars, number 10. Now, this is a book that I do see some... Uh, some some chatter around, you know, and around the LCSs, they be asking about this book, yo. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm uh, talking like it's 1998, but uh, don't mind me, don't mind me. Super, super hyped up on energy drinks right now. <laughs> that should be fun, right? Uh, yeah, it's worse than when I've had too many drinky drinks. <laughs> I get to just uh, rambling. Just like now. So that's uh, that's Vault Comics. Vault Comics rarely does wrong. Um, some may argue never does wrong. Now let's head up to Valiant. Valiant Comics due to be ordered by Monday. We have Rye number 10. Now I do think Rye is just some of the best comic booking out there, period. Um, let alone coming out of Valiant. Good, good stuff. What Dan Abnett and Juan Jose Rip are doing is just... Phenomenal comic booking, man. Um, if someone were to ask me right now, hey, I want uh, something, something indie, something not too mainstream, uh, is kind of hero-y in its way, but different at the same time, and then Rye. Rye is what I say. Uh, so, yeah, just don't, don't sleep on this. This is really, really, really good stuff. And what Valiant is doing right now as far as quality control for their books, you may notice they're not putting out a whole lot of books right now. So far, they've only put out Bloodshot and Rise since they've um, started up the pandemic again. I think they finished off Quantum and Woody. Um, but I, I could be wrong. That could have been done before it all w shut down. I don't know. But the fact is, is uh, Valiant's just not putting out a bunch of shit because they have the ability to. They have a bunch of characters and IPs and popular titles. They're just making sure that it's uh, it's going to sell. The, the, the right creative team's on it. Mm, that's, that's how they're doing right now. So, let's uh, move on past Valiant. Let's go to Oni Press. From Oni Press, we got a little bit. A little bit from Oni Press. Due to be ordered by Monday, we have Agritsuko meets her friends. Number two. So, yeah, this seems like some anime stuff that I have uh, no knowledge of in any way, shape, or form. So, 
Yeah, and let this shout-out be a lesson to you and proof that I do not discriminate. I would never, ever, ever in a trillion fucking years pick this up. Uh, but I'm not afraid to say, hey, you guys might like this. Or maybe you watched the thing and didn't know that they made a comic thing. That's, the, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. The fact is I'm here to put comics in people's hands. you got two covers to choose from on that. There's an A and a B cover. And then also from Oni Press, we have uh, Vane number three. It's a vampire book. Um, yep, there you go. There you go. So don't mind my lack of enthusiasm on that book. Uh, it has not, you know, I've, I'm pretty vocal about how I feel about vampire books for the most part, and that's not my la where my lack of enthusiasm is coming from there. I legitimately <laughs> have a stupid phobia when it comes to um, needles and uh, just really the word vain. <laughs> uh, I feel myself getting a little bleh as I mention it. So I'm not going to, that's not going to be a book that I really, mm -mm. if I can't say the name of the title without going, <laughs> it's like that episode of Bob's Burgers when he's told he's got the super blood mm. Yeah, he's afraid of needles. That's how I feel. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> clever clever name, though. Clever name for the 99.97% of the population that doesn't have a ridiculous phobia for that type of silly shit. Aftershock Comics. He continues on. Uh, Aftershock Comics, we have Miskatonic, number two. What is going on here? That... That that's a man with the octopus on his lap. I'm not sure what's going on here. Neato. Uh, it's Mark Sable. That's saying something. So Marant Keller Keller has been sent to the Miskatonic Valley to investigate a series of killer bombings targeting the community's elite. She's convinced that radicals are to blame, but her partner, Tom Malone, a retired Brooklyn detective, sees connections to a supernatural event in his past that left him scarred and scared, leading the pair to an occult conspiracy that pits them against forces from beyond this world. How come the description for Miskatonic 1 wasn't that friggin' intriguing? Uh, jeez, man. That sounds neato. Mark Sable, uh, Giorgio Pontrelli. Oh, Nick Filardi on the cover. Come on now, come on. Jeremy Haunt. Yeah, this is. Jeez, man, I could get. Be that sounds neato. I could dig it. And then also from Aftershock Comics, we have the third printing of We Live. Uh, probably gonna be a series. Just saying. Just saying, in this third printing, I have a feeling might be kind of low printy. Mm, if you're a collector, I'm going to say this one's going to be rare. And it's not going to take too long for this book to spike. Just my personal speculation. Uh, also, from Aftershock, we have We Live. Number... Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number three. So, uh, I got thrown off there. I was like, I just said that. No, it's... We live number one, third printing, and then we live number three. So, order all of this stuff by Monday. Otherwise, you probably ain't gonna get it. Especially on these lower, uh, lower indie people. 
I mean, I'm not ranking them personally. Uh, literally, Diamond in Previews World has them uh, separated. Okay. <laughs> uh, separated. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's whatever. Continuing on. Continuing on. Boom. Boom Studios, we have Expanse, number one of four. One, two covers to choose from on this. This... This is the, the, is it sci-fi or uh, Am Amazon? Okay. It's that Amazon show that I've never seen before. It's like it's a Star Trek? He said questioning. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it, there's a spaceship, so it's automatically Star Trek to me. Uh... <laughs> Firefly number 24 with its ongoing one, two covers to choose from on that one to be ordered by Monday. Mega Man Fully Charged coming out with its fifth issue out of the six part miniseries. They're doing one, just two covers on this one. Um, Once in Future on the FOCs this week, issue number 14. Big Hot Boom uh, book. Um, the early, I have a feeling this is going to be. Obviously, it's gonna you know it's gonna take a little bit longer for it to catch on, like um, something is killing the children. But I have a feeling that this is gonna be one of those books that creeps up into that something's killing the children type of popularity. I do. I just think this is perfect for a TV series on Netflix, and Netflix has that first look deal with Boom. So, just saying, just saying. And it really, I mean, the, I've read the first arc, and it really is good. You know, I just, I, I never dropped it from my pull list. It's just not a, a reading priority anymore. That's all. Um, yeah. Power Rangers number two. Yes, one, two, th three covers to choose from on this one. Uh, there's a yellow blank sketch variant on this one. Uh, I'm... <laughs> I love that Ryan Parrott is back writing and penning the Power Rangers and guiding them back into... It's not, I'm not saying they, they veered off by any means, but you could tell once he left, things definitely felt a little different. And now that he's back on, you know, doing two different series, Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin covering Angel Grove, Power Rangers essentially more covering the Omega Rangers... And at least that's the vibe I get out of, you know, the first issue from each. But, oh, I am so pumped. I'm so pumped on this series. I can't wait. Can't wait on this one. Uh, once again, three covers on that one. Uh, we Only Find Them When They're Dead is coming out with their fourth issue already. And I'm happy to say that the third issue definitely picked back up from the second issue. Still don't think it was as strong as the first issue. I have a feeling this is one that may be better off read and trade. Um, once again, I say behind a huge question mark accent at the end. Um, that's just maybe how I'm feeling about it. I'm going to continue to read at least the first arc week to week since I'm already invested at this level. But uh, I just have a feeling this book might be better read uh, in binge mode that's just my initial thoughts on it but there are two covers to choose from on that one and issue number three is uh going into a second printing as well due to be ordered by monday uh idw idw we have what is this comic book history of animation 
Well, they're actually doing more than one issue on this. Uh, issue number two. So there you go. It's exactly what it sounds like. Two covers on that one. Both Dunleavy covers. Uh, Goosebumps, secrets, Secret, singular, not plural. Secret of the Swamp, issue number four of five. Right on, right on, right on. It's Goosebumps, come on. Come on, it may not be R.L. Stein, but... <sighs> Fuck. I'm not going to try to do that anymore. Sorry, guys. But it's Goosebumps. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, more from IDW. We've got My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, number 93. I, I, I'm not a, obviously not a singer. It's just saying My Little Pony. I almost have to sing it. There are two covers to choose from on that one. Uh, Scarant Hood, issue number three of four... Okie dokie, yeah, no, this is one I'm just, uh, I thought this would be something that I would add on my pull list, apparently I missed it, so, mm, 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 uh, uh, yeah, damn, uh, probably gonna have to trade weight, this really sounds like something I would be into, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, bad guys, wrapping up with its fourth issue in a little mini-series, two covers on that one, We've got a Star Trek Voyager Seven's Reckoning, number two of the four-part miniseries, and we got ourselves a little photo variant there. Yeah, that's IDW, due to be ordered by Monday. Now let's uh, bounce on up to Dark Horse from Dark Horse Comics. Just one book, just one book from the universe of Black Hammer. We've got Barbalian, Red Planet, number two of five. Um, yeah. There you go, two covers to be chosen from by Monday. A little light week from Dark Horse. You might notice overall it is kind of a light week for the Indies for sure on the FOCs. Now let's wrap up the Indies. Uh, let's talk Image Comics from Image Comics 2 to be ordered by Monday. We've got Big Girls, number five. Damn straight. This is just this was the sleeper book for me this year, man. I had no idea. I had no idea, and turns out it's one of my favorites. It really is such an exciting, gripping. Uh, just I, I I really do actually think gripping is probably the best word to describe this book. Uh, I just trust me. Pick it up. Pick it up. Don't sleep on big girls. Uh. Commanders in Crisis, number three of a 12-part maxi-series that uh, Steve Orlando's doing. Uh, it's 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 an event book with characters that we know nothing about, and that's the point. It, it's it's I really do think it's a book set to challenge uh, Steve Orlando himself as a writer, and um, I, I I really can see this going places if it turns out to be something. There's a Four covers on this one. Hey, look at that. He's on... <laughs> He's got himself on the cover of a... Look at that. Uh, a variant there. there on, the, on the D cover. There's a Steve Orlando variant. A photo variant. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I don't see that very often. Uh, also, from Image, we have Decorum, number six. This is uh, um, Jonathan Hickman. So there you go. There you go. Is this, uh... I'm hoping this is just a six-parter. God, this can't go any further than one arc. I can't handle all of that Hickman. 
I'm not gonna drop it. <sighs> I don't know. I guess maybe if it does go further than six, I'll drop it. We'll see. Um, Headlopper. Headlopper number 14. I don't know anything about Headlopper, but there are two covers to be chosen from by Monday. Uh, Kick-Ass vs. Hit-Girl number two of five. Just two covers on that one. Uh, black and white being... Uh-oh. I lied. A variant. Uh, marked number ten. David Hine and Brian Haberlin. Uh, three covers on that one. Post Americana, number one of a six-part miniseries. This is something I'll be checking out. Faux show. Four covers on this one. Let's let's read about it. It's Steve Scrose and Dave Stewart. So, uh, from those creators I just mentioned, the Cheyenne Mountain installation, a.k.a. The Bubble, is the most sophisticated superbunker in the world. It was built to ensure the survival of America's executive branch of government and its most important citizens, should the unthinkable happen. When the world ended, the executive branch failed to reach the sanctuary, but the elite citizenry did? What? What? Did not is probably what that's supposed to say. Oh, here we go again. Shitty... Ugh. Um, eight years later, one of their own has named himself the new president of the United States. Hmm. His plan? Subjugate the survivors of the American wasteland using the same bunker resources meant to rebuild it. The only thing standing in their way is a deadly wasteland girl, hell-bent on revenge. Revenge. Just a little six-parter? Doesn't sound like much of an investment. I am in faux show. I remember reading that um, way back in when the previews came out. It just seemed ultra neato. Uh, Savage Dragon's coming out with its 255th issue. Two covers on that one. Seven to Eternity is coming out with its 15th issue. Two covers on that one. Uh, Stillwater. Yeah, this is one that I'm really disappointed I haven't... Uh, if I wouldn't have been late to order the first one. See, even I make mistakes. I don't judge you for, you know, putting in an effort. <laughs> you know, if you put in a bunch of books and you missed one, can't be mad at it. But if, when you just completely rely on the shelf on Wednesday, then yeah, no, I have no sympathy for you. But even I myself, the guy that preaches these books, tends to miss... One or two here or there. And I missed Stillwater the first time. And now because of that I'm suffering. Because I'm not up to date on it. And uh, when I'm not up to date on a book. That becomes a problem for me. It really does. A real problem. Um, also to wrap up the indies. From Image Comics. We have The Walking Dead Deluxe. Number 5. So there you go. It's Walking Dead. Reprinted in color. Three covers to choose from by Monday. Now, those are the indie books, probably the most important books to, to take note of when it comes to the FOCs, because some of them don't really make an FOC cutoff list, if that makes sense. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to explain, so just take my word for it. You know, I'm, I'm, I do my best not to leave anything out. And yeah. Now, let's move into the book two. Let's talk the Marvel comics due to be ordered by Monday. Uh, let's start with Spider-Man. 
Spider-Man number 55, there are three covers to choose from on this one, but I'll say one thing, that A cover is going to be massive. I remember when the cover art was released for this as kind of like a teaser thing, didn't really know what it was going to, just saw it and thought, wow, 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 wow. And you'll, you'll, you'll know it when you see it. Um, I, I think this is the hot cover of the year, potentially. I really do. Um, I, I hear shops are ordering a, an abundance of these, five to six times the amount of Spider-Man they would normally order. And yeah, yeah. So that also tells me that there will be a buttload of them. And speculation-wise, they're probably going to be big for a minute. And probably die off once people realize that there's plenty of them available we'll see once again that's just my speculation um, regardless i know i'm gonna pick up two so there and then there's also um, a delato variant and a rom Lim, ron Lim lego variant as well i knew they were gonna do a freaking series of these damn it i didn't order the pre or pre-order the iron man lego variant which is just silly of me i don't know why silly um, Avengers number 40 due to be ordered by Monday. We gotta be reading Avengers, right? One, two, three covers on this one. There's a connecting variant, huh? I wonder if that connects to uh, Captain Marvel's bring the 23rd issues being reprinted. Oh, hold on. Yep, that's gonna be big. Um,. Yeah, no, that second printing is going to be a uh, a big book. And you'll see. You will see. It's going to be the first cover appearance of Namor's son. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Pre-order the heck out of there. You know what? Or don't. Or don't. You know, I'm, I'm not going to force you on that one because I know I'm going to pre-order the heck out of it and I'm going to make a killing. Flipping it. Flipping the hell out of it. Yep. That's what's going to happen, guys. Uh, what is this? Ghost Rider Return of Vengeance. What? I think this is a one-shot. Uh, Howard Mackey and Ed Brisson, the guy who's been writing a lot of Ghost Rider lately. Uh, Javier Soltares doing the art. Okay, I'm liking that. New name. Cool. So, the one you've been waiting for. The Return of Vengeance. Michael Badalino. Badalino? was a bad dude in life, and that landed him in hell. But not just any old rung of hell, a layer so deep it's reserved for those special enemies of hell, one where a former spirit of vengeance may suffer for all of eternity. As Lilith's gambit against Johnny Blaze and Mephisto for the throne of hell heats up, you can bet other players will enter the arena, and Badalino We'll find a way to ride again as vengeance. Uh, yeah, sweet. All right, cool. Pretty sure this is just a one shot. Um, maybe a mini series at most. I I don't see this as an ongoing. That's for damn sure. Uh, so there you go, Ghost Rider fans. There's something neat for you. And there's one, two, three, four, four covers to be. Um, to yeah, you get. To, oh shit! Look at that nullified variant. Good lord. Kyle Holtz. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. That's that's insane. That's insane. Ugh, that So beautiful. And then the Stegman variant. There's some good stuff here, guys. Really, really good stuff here on these variants. 
Um, now th those are good reasons to print variants. You just have <laughs> great artists on them. Uh, okay, I'm moving along. Immortal Hulk number 42. There are one, two, three covers to choose from on this. Uh, now, oh, come on. <laughs> Alexandra Lozano doing the nullified variant. Oh, so I told my LCS put me down for all of them, and I've just crossed my fingers not knowing what I'm getting into, and man, <laughs> I'm going to have a sweet nullified section on my on my wall. Oh, I am looking forward to that. That is... Oh, man, Alexander Lozano is a pimp. Ah, uh, that is so good, guys. So good. Just trust me. I know I'm sitting here drooling over visual art on an audio-based uh, medium, but I'm here to <laughs> I'm here to hype you up, and that's that's good hype right there. Good lord. If there is a reason to go to the shelves this week, it's to look at that book. Damn. Uh, also, we've got a King in Black Iron Man Doctor Doom tie-in. So Christopher Cant Christopher Cantwell is doing it, and that's the you know the guy writing Iron Man right now. So that gives me a lot of faith. So there's there's going to be a lot of oh, there's Santa Claus up there. Wow, man! Uh, Christmas issue, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know. So Iron Man has risked everything to save Eddie Brock, but now he's left with nothing but guilt. His longtime frenemy, Doctor Doom, shows up with both counseling words of and ulterior motives. They're, they're, uh, they'll be forced to battle an all-too-familiar specter of the holiday season, albeit one now twisted and controlled by the recent invasion of Earth by the symbiote homeworld. <sighs> yes, Doctor Doom and Iron Man vs. a nullified Frickin' Santa Claus, is that what I'm getting out of this? Are you kidding me? As Iron, oh, as Iron Man and Doom fight as temporary allies, their unexpected encounter both with each other and a horrifying inversion of Yuletide joy may ultimately reveal them to the true meaning of nullness. Uh, oh my god. This just sounds like heaven. Oh, this is why I read comics, guys. This is why I read comics. There are two covers to pick from on there. Dan Mora doing a freaking Iron Man variant. Oh, life is good, baby. Uh, uh, King in Black Namor, number two, due to be ordered by Monday. So this is a five-parter. You know, Like I said, there's a lot of King in Black stuff. Some of them one-shots, some of them uh, full-on miniseries. So just... Um, yeah, King and Black's taking over right now. This is the event. Probably the event of the entire year. Uh, Power Pack, due to be ordered by Monday number two. Just a little five-parter. This is part of the whole outlawed realm, which is essentially part of, you know, just the Young Avengers slash Champion. Well, more Champions, not Young Avengers, but... Yeah, uh, Young Heroes, let's put it that way. So, Power Pack is back. Uh, Shang-Chi, number four. Uh, yeah, I'm not reading this. I just, I don't really know much about it. There is a nullified variant. I don't have the image art for it, though. Uh, done by Carrie Randolph. Doesn't tell me much, but like I said, I blindly pre-ordered it, so fingers crossed. 
Uh, Venom number 29 is going into a second printing, and once again, when I don't have image art for it, then um, I, I say it's something to keep your eye on. Marvel likes to hide a lot of their, their cover art until it comes out, and then just watch people clamor over it once, you know... <laughs> Because it's a big surprise. They didn't know. It's the first appearance of a... Or first cover appearance of a character or something like that. Often happens. Quite often happens. Uh, Werewolf by Night, number three. Yep. Number three. Badass. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Uh, Wolverine, number eight. Now... I about pooped myself when I heard that Dave Raposa was doing a nullipo- nullified variant, and then come to find out it was an Iron Man variant. And it, that, the Raposa nullified Iron Man variant may go down to be my cover of the year. I'm, I'm leaning really, really heavy towards that right now, but then I see this. Uh, <laughs> a nullified Wolverine variant done by Dave Raposa, and that is a thing of goddamn beauty. Uh, the oh, I love the 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 plastic or whatever they call it, the seal, rubber seal. I think it's a rubber seal. The nullified. Oh, that's neat. Too bad they didn't do that on all of them, or maybe they did and I missed it. But this one's definitely right there in it. That is a beautiful piece of art, man. Oh, gorgeous! What a beautiful time to be a comic book fan. Uh, Sienkiewicz doing a variant as well. I don't have the image art for it, but. <laughs> Jesus, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, three reasons to pick up Wolverine this week, it, just based off cover art alone. Damn. Uh, X-Men number 16. Two covers on that one, one of which is a nullified variant. Oh, it's a nullified Storm. That's neat. Ivan Coelho. That's way badass. No, this does not have the rubber seal on it. That's that's cool. I like that. I like that. So those are all of the books due to be ordered by Monday this week on the FOCs. But wait, what about DC books? You're right. I did not forget about DC books, but uh, the reason why I say what I say here is essentially because, well, um, <laughs> they have an earlier cutoff date. Uh, these books have to be ordered by Sunday at the absolute latest. Um, I can get into why, but I'm just not gonna. Just trust me, order your DC books by Sunday, because that's when they're due. Things different. So, starting with DC on the FOCs this week, we've got Action Comics number 1028, Raphael Grandpa doing the, uh, cardstock variant on that one. Uh, Batman Beyond number 50. Damn. I started collecting at issue number 24, um, but <laughs> it's been a fun fun ride on Batman Beyond so far. Uh, Francis Manpool doing the variant on this one. Let's see. Oh my god, this is it. The finale to Dan Jurgen's iconic run on Batman Beyond finds Terry McGinnis accused of crimes he didn't commit. One of his greatest ro- rogues, the formidable NQ, Poses as Batman. Oh my, I can't even go on to read the rest. It's ending? Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of knew that, but I didn't want to believe it. I was hoping it was one of those things where I thought Red Hood was ending at 50, but no, 51 was on the FOCs last week. 
Oh, this is such a bummer, man. Batman Beyond's one of my favorite DC titles. That's a... Oh, that's a killer. That is a killer. I don't like that. Once again, I exited out. Ugh. Okay, and I'm back. So, uh, bummer, man. Congratulations, uh, uh, Dan Jurgens, because, dude, iconic is a great word for that. Iconic run, indeed. Uh, Batman Superman, number 15, on the uh, FOCs this week. Travis Cherist getting a variant. Uh, Black Adam is getting his little Endless Winter one-shot special. Uh, two covers on that one. Boss Logic doing the variant. What does this look like? Oh, I don't have an image. Shucky darn. I bet it's really good, though. Boss Logic does anything. and Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal number seven. All wrapping up. If you want the final issue of this this, this event, then you must order it by Sunday. Uh, one, two, three, four covers to choose from on this. Jay Lee doing a variant. Oh, I don't see it, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I can't wait to see that because it specifically says it says Jay Lee, Batman who laughs. Uh, the hair on my arm standing up. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, The Last 52 War of the Multiverses. Uh, a one-shot uh, tie-in, obviously. And then Death Metal, Secret Origin, one-shot tie-in. So they're really just laying it on. I have a... Uh, yeah, I don't know in the, the reading order to this at all. I'm so lost on all of Death Metal. I've been reading it, but I, I, I'm not making sense of any of it. Except for maybe the... Um, well, I don't know. The Infinite Hours Extreme kind of did start making sense of everything I read so far, surprisingly. So maybe it all will all start wrapping up towards the end. And One can only hope, right? It makes sense that it makes sense at the end. I don't know. Regardless, it's fun to look at. Uh, Detective Comics number 1033, due to be ordered by mm, Sunday, and there is a Lee Bermejo cardstock variant. I have been getting all of these Bermejo variants. I've decided he's my favorite person to ever draw Batman. Um, Justice League Dark, with its 29th issue, Kyle Holtz doing a <laughs> an Endless Winter variant. Let's see if I have an image here. I do not. Ooh, I bet it's really, really, really good, though. Don't sleep on this one. Kyle Holtz is suddenly really starting to blow up. Really, really starting to blow up. Uh, Justice League Dark number... Oh, I just said that. Uh, <laughs> there, There's a Gleb Melonkov variant on that as well is what I'm trying to say. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Last God, number 11. This is Black Label stuff. Uh, sleeper book for sure. I didn't jump on it, but I hear great things. Great, great things. Who's doing that? Uh, come on. Mm, Philip Kennedy. Yeah, Philip Kennedy Johnson. That's what I'm trying to say. Kenny Johnson? Kennedy Johnson? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Red Hood. See? There you go. Told you. Red Hood, issue number 52, due to be ordered... Bah, Sunday, and there is a 
uh, Phillips Con variant on that. Gotta love that. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I bet it's good. I don't know why I don't have any image art, art here this week on the DCFOC variants, but whatever. Whatever. See, that's the point of going with, you know, getting to know the artists that you like. Because then when these situations come up, for the most part, you could just assume that it's going to be good. <laughs> if it's a character or a title that you're interested in and it's an artist that you like, but you don't have the, uh, the, the, the image in front of you, odds are if you gamble and just pre-order the book, you're probably not going to be disappointed. So that's just me. That's just me. Uh, more Tales from the Dark Multiverse. They're doing a Dark Knight's Metal, which I think is already from the Dark Multiverse. So, curious to see how that one would go. Uh, these these are just little one-shots, but, yeah, coming out right around... Oh, it says 1229. Mm. Yeah, look at that. DC's going to be putting out books Christmas week. Shit, they'd never do that. They've got books coming out on the 22nd and the 29th. God damn. That's surprising. Huh. Um, and then uh, Wonder Woman. Number 769. Joshua Middleton cardstock variant on that. Those cardstock variants by Joshua Middleton on Wonder Woman have been very, very popular. So there you go. Those are all the books due to be ordered by Sunday and Monday. Those are the FOCs. I cannot stress the importance of the FOCs any more than I already have. So just trust me or don't and suffer the consequences of paying secondary market prices and having to go through eBay and shitheads like myself that have their finger on the pulse of the direct market. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Now, I'm going to take a quick break here, and I will be right back with the books coming out on Wednesday, the books that you should have already pre-ordered. The books slated to hit your slots on the 25th of November, 2020. Uh, hang tight. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community all right i am back to talk about new releases coming out on wednesday about that nerd cantina man um i can honestly say that i've been listening to nerd cantina since day one they've been a friend of the show since they've been around ken and steve are incredible dudes they're very very entertaining and the level uh in which they <laughs> they produce their content and uh, just what they talk about is, oh man, their their science segments are just spot on. So check out the Nerd Cantina, faux show. Now let's talk about new releases. The book's coming out on the twenty fifth of November. Starting with DC. Now DC, uh, potentially you could be getting these books on Tuesday instead because DC allows it. Once again, they're different. But just for the sake of whatever, just uh, call it the 25th at the latest. Now, uh, let's start with Action Comics. Action Comics number 1027. 
there you go. Uh, I would imagine a couple of covers coming out there. Uh, Batman Beyond with its 49th issue. God, saying that after reading that the 50th is the final makes me... Uh, man, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. Batman Beyond's been so good, guys. It really has. Uh, Batman Superman with its 14th issue. This was one that I did not expect I would be reading this far into, and it is now one I look forward to every single week. It's good stuff. Uh, Batman White Knight Presents Harley Quinn, number two. Uh, will there be a first appearance of a starlet? Don't know. Don't know. We'll potentially find out on Wednesday or Tuesday. Next week. Uh, one, uh, um, uh, another one shot from the death metal stuff. Uh, Multiverse Who Laughs. Now, this is one that I, I really do think I can get into. It seems like a lot of fun. Um, and really fun is all I want out of this series at this point. I don't need anything, uh, earth-shattering or groundbreaking or, uh, mind-blowing. Just give me something fun, man. Give me, give me Infinite Hour Extreme again. Extreme. So goddamn good that was. Come on, the Batman Who Frags, are you kidding me? Uh, Frazetta Batman? Ugh. Man, killed it on that. Killed it. Uh, Detective Comics number 1031. Bam. Oh, it says Batman and Robin no more. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. I remember what they're doing here. The last issue was pretty much about Robin not being um, Robin anymore. Left his... See, I don't read Titans or Teen Titans or any of that, so I'm a little lost on that. But I think Tomasi's doing a... Pretty decent job of filling me in so far. We shall see. Uh, either way, I've been a fan of Detective Comics since I started reading it at issue 1... Or no, 998 is when I started reading Detective. Or 97, one or, one or the other. Uh, from the Sandman universe and Black Label, we have John Constantine Hellblazer number 12. Bam, get excited. Gotta love some Constantine stuff right now, right? He's all the rage. Especially after them announcing, I think it's true, I think it's true that fucking Cha Keanu Reeves himself is coming back as Constantine. <laughs> yeah, I said Constantine. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I'm the only one laughing there. Because uh, I have uh, uh, not so popular feelings about Keanu Reeves. Not so much as a person, just as an actor. Uh, cha. Justice League Dark number 28. Coming out next week. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number 11. Due to hit your shelves on Wednesday. What is this? Okay, no. Uh, Red Hood number 51. Jason's back in Gotham with a few days to kill. Oh, I wonder if that's like a double entendre there. Does he have a few days to kill? Or does he have a few days to kill? Ho, 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 ho. I don't know. Because I don't read that story. Uh, <laughs> not that I have anything against it. It's just my, I've only read a couple of issues. That's all. Uh, Suicide Squad number 11. This is the final issue of the, the series that Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo have just killed it on. I'm so bummed. 
so bummed this turned out to be a maxi series. Uh, I really do believe that uh, Tom Taylor probably had plans to go much further, but as long as he got to tell his first story arc, then he was cool with it, uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Uh, uh, DC's really cutting back right now, and um, there's just not a whole lot of reasons to do a Suicide Squad book at the moment. But from what this series has been, it really has been... Uh, an incredible, incredible run. So I'm very, very anxious to uh, to read this. I actually, I, I gotta read um, 9 and 10 first, but I decided I'm gonna do 9, 10, and 11. And this is a priority. Uh, Flash. Flash is coming out with its 766th issue. Look at that. Yep. With the Flash beaten, Barry Allen stands alone. Like that Godsmack song. Uh, speaking of gaudy stuff, The Last God. <laughs> gaudy stuff? <laughs> the Last God from Black Label, uh, issue number 10. The book that I never saw go on 10 issues. You know, But I had no idea what any of this was. You know, I thought, well, that's not Batman or Superman or Green Lantern. This is DC, so... What? Uh... No, it's apparently it's incredibly popular, and Philip Kennedy Johnson's just murdering it on this. Ricardo Federici doing art? I mean, come on. And it's black label, so it's probably got um, uh, an F-word or two in it, which I like seeing from time to time in my my mainstream comics. Uh, okay, now this is big. We've got the other history of the DC Universe. So this is an anthology series, I believe, uh, Black Label, and it is a, a take on minority superheroes, I believe. I Once again, I say with a heavy question mark accent at the end of that sentence, I, I'm really not sure. I don't know. I would, uh, well, yeah, I guess I can click on it. Just clicking on it on this site, pain in the ass. Uh, Academy Award winning screenwriter John Ridley. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha examines the mythology of the DC Universe in this compelling new miniseries that reframes iconic moments of DC history and charts a previously unexplored socio-political thread as seen through the prism of DC superheroes who come from traditionally disenfranchised groups. This unique series presents its story as prose by Ridley, married with beautifully realized color illustrations from a selection of exciting illustrations and comics artists. Alex Dos Diaz, Dos Diaz provides art for number one, which follows the story of Jefferson Pierce, the man who will one day become Black Lightning, as he makes his way from being a young track star to a teacher and ultimately to his role as a hero. Future issues focus on characters such as Karen and Mal Duncan, Tatsu Yamashiro and Renee Montoya. Extensively researched and masterfully executed, the other history of the DC Universe promises to be an experience unlike any other. You may think you know the history of the DC Universe, but the truth is far f more complex. The other history of the DC Universe isn't about saving the world, it's about having the strength to simply be who you are. 48 pages, big prestige f format, and uh... Yeah, there you go, man. Gonna be a biggin'. Gonna be a biggin'. 
Let's see, what else? I gotta... Yeah, it makes you lose your place when you click on something on the, the dccomics.com slash comics website from which I get my, uh, my information here. Is there anything else this week? Yes, there is. There's Wonder Woman... You said with a mouthful of peanut butter? Uh, Wonder Woman number 767. Is that Mariko Tamaki doing the series now? The final battle between Maxwell Lord and Wonder Woman is here, and it's winner take all in a war torn nation of Vlatava. Vlatava? Vladava. That's fun to say no matter what. It's a lot of uh, V's. Two V's, but that's a lot. Uh, sorry. Uh, this rivalry has spanned many years. And uh, just tell me who's writing it, damn it. Yep, it is Mariko Tamaki. Beast. Uh, oh my god. I should have been jumping on Wonder Woman a minute ago. That's, uh, that's disappointing I didn't do that. But there you go. Those are the books coming out on Wednesday next week. Ne or, well, you know, Wednesday ish. Like I said, possibly Tuesday, but you catch the drift, huh? It's called the November 25th Priorities, not the November 24th-ishes on the count of DC has to be different priorities. Um, so, yeah. Now let's, uh, let's carry on. Carrying on to Vault Comics. From Vault Comics, we have a, a hefty list coming out next week from Vault. We've got Autumnal, Autumnal number three. The two covers on this one. I hear good things, actually. I have heard good things. Uh, Bleed Them Dry, number five. Two covers on this one. I, 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 I haven't checked this one out. Honestly, you know, I, uh, Vault has just put out just incredible stuff lately. They, they, they really are so just underappreciated as an indie publisher. I think more indie creators out there that are aspiring to get on with someone... Um, I think Vault is a great place to really jump on. Um, they, they, they put out incredible stuff and uh, an abundance of different stuff. Lots of, uh, I will say, a lot of horror, though. A lot of horror. Uh, I Walk With Monsters, number one. This is one I've had on my radar for a while. Paul Cornell and Sally Cantorino. And JC's past is the most important man who took away her brother. Now JC has David, who sometimes transforms into a terrifying beast. Together, they found a way to live to hunt, uh, sniffing out men who prey on the vulnerable. But JC and David are about to run into an, um, the important man again. Uh, yeah, um, I'm stoked on this one. This this one just seems like a lot of fun. I dig it. Uh, three covers to choose from on this one, or that you had to choose from. That you had to choose from. Uh, three covers that are hitting the market on Wednesday. Uh, another great horror book. I, well, I, I mean, I guess I can't speak for the whole series. I read issue number one and thought, jeepers, this is good. But for whatever reason, I fudged up and didn't order it as an on or pre-order as an ongoing. And uh, I, I learned a lot of lessons <laughs> with this book, through this book, by making sure that when you... Um, pre-order something, a uh, number one in an indie series, it's best to at least, uh, at least for me, I always at least pre-order the first arc. Not just the first issue anymore, the first arc. 
and then from there I can kind of decide where I want to go. I have no problem owning the first five or six issues of a new indie series. Even if it goes on to do 50 issues and I never pick up another issue, I'd still... Yeah, that's just me as a collector as well. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, I screwed up and only added this as the first issue, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding this in trade. Maybe I missed that, I don't know. But... Yeah, the plot, good stuff, man. Really, really good stuff. And two covers on that one. And lastly, coming out next week from Vault, we have Wasted Space number 17. Now, from Vault, we go to Valiant. And uh, from Valiant, we have my most anticipated book of the week. Finally, uh, not since COVID have we seen uh, the, 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 uh, an issue of this series. Um, strong, strong first issue. Dennis Hopeless. Exo Man of War. We have the second issue, and <laughs> I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. What Valiant is doing right now between um, Rye and Bloodshot and Exo, it is just uh, get excited, man. Get excited. This is so good, and just all-star teams, all-star creative teams. Ah, uh, Tim Seeley, Brett Booth. Oh man. Ah. Uh. Yeah, but EXO, oh, Dennis Hopeless, fucking um, Emilio Lieso. Uh, I know, I'm grunting, I'm grunting. <sighs> this is why I do comics, man, stuff like this. Uh, let's go up to Source Point. Big week from Source Point next week. We've got Backfire number five. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what this is, but it's just, uh, the, it's the, the fifth issue of a five-part miniseries, so there you go, and it says giant-sized, and it does not have a giant-sized price tag, standard cover price, four bucks, bam, that's awesome, uh, Black of Heart, number one of a five-part series, new from Source Point, from Chris Charlton and David Hollenbach, an untraceable killer, a detective on the edge, a city that never sleeps, 1949. A depraved serial killer stalks the streets in a yellow taxi, dumping ravaged bodies in the, black, the back alleys of New York City. Homicide detective Drake Harper is condemned to pick up the pieces, but as the body count rises, Drake's life spirals out of control and no amount of booze can silence the voices of his past. Nice. Sounds like fun. Uh, Cold Dead Hands, number two of the three-parter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Source Point's another one of those, those super underrated um, indie publishers. They really do put out good, good stuff that just doesn't get talked about enough. Um, but yeah, Cold Dead Hands coming out with its second issue next week. We've got Horror Double Feature 2. This is a one-shot, and one would imagine it is a horror book. What is this here? Bob Sally and hey, Chris Charlton again. Uh, yeah, it's time for another horror double feature. Brace yourself for two trips into terror. In The Scout, a man gets more than he bargained for when he searches an abandoned ship looking for treasure. In The Dolls, set in the 1960s, details the account of Beverly Castle, a widowed mother of two, as she loses everything and spirals into the depths of insanity. So there you go. Uh, sounds like fun, man. Gotta love a good horror book. I love it when they're little shorts. You know, I have much to get attached to, so... <laughs> Not a bad gamble there. 
Um, also, we have Thompson Heller Detective Interstellar, number two of a little three-part miniseries. Just the name alone. Come on, you're either with it, aren't you? Right. <laughs> and then Touching Evil number ten. So if you're not on it by the tenth issue, I don't know what to say. Let's go up to Scout. Yes, we do have Scout. Scout Comics coming out next week. We've got a number one, Assassin and Son. Yes. Uh, Shad Gaspard and Mark Capone, along with Elder Messiah. So, uh, featuring the comic writing debuts... Okay, Assassin and Son is a gritty urban western set in present-day New York. Donovan Braddock is a one-man killing unit who works with the team of covert assassins known as the Horsemen. When Braddock attempts to leave his old violent life behind, he discovers that violence still follows him as his wife is cold-heartedly murdered in front of both him and his young son. Now, with nothing to live for, this tragic event sends father and son on an epic journey of revenge and consequence that become their path of vengeance. Uh, it's Scout, so that right there should uh, give you the old thumbs up a right? Uh, Perhapinots, First Blood. Did I say that right? Perhapin, I think I did. Perhapinots, First Blood, from Todd DeZago and Craig Rosu. I don't know French good. So, Black Caravan Imprint, Bigfoot, El Chupacabra, Mothman, Ghosts. What do you call a team of secret agents sent out to investigate the strange and mysterious creatures said to walk among us? We call them the Perhapanots. Perhapanots. <laughs> get the uh, get on the what? Get the edge of your seat ready as the Haps <laughs> explore the legendary case of the Kelly Goblins. All right. So uh, I think nonstop. Okay, so nonstop. They're gonna put out a number one, and then the rest is going to be in. Um, trade format. I do believe that's how these go. So there you go, man. Sounds interesting. Looks like fun. I mean, if you base the art off the cover, it all looks very right up my alley as far as the way I like my art. Good stuff. And then also Yasmin number four. Bam. Got that in my scout subscription box. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I don't get paid to say it, but I like Scout enough to give him a free plug there. And also, it's a great opportunity for me to plug my YouTube channel, I guess, because I do uh, those unboxings for the Scout subscription box. So Yasmin has been in it consistently, so that's how I've been getting it lately. Uh, onward from Scout, we go oh, Aftershock. All the way up to Aftershock. Aftershock. Where are you? After There you are. Aftershock comics. We've got Kaiju Score. Number one from James Patrick and Rem Brew. It's the most dangerous heist ever attempted. Four desperate criminals are going all in on a once-in-a-lifetime chance to steal millions in art and turn their miserable lives around. The catch? They have to pull it off under the nose of a 1,000-ton kaiju. And a giant monster might just be the least of their problems. Oh, hey. uh, is this a... What is this? Is this is this a one-shot? Is this a series? I don't know. 
I like that art though. I like that cover art a lot. Once again, very uh, right up my alley. Right up my alley. Um, and then also, uh oh, that was a lot of talking without taking a breath. Mhm. Mm uh, also, sympathy for no devils number two coming out on Wednesday from AfterShock. Uh, from Aftershock, we go boom. From Boom Studios, we have an abundance. We've got Angel and Spike, number 16. Had three covers to pick from on that one coming out Wednesday. Oh, that Melkinov cover is dope. Buffy fan or not, that's that's just cool art. I like that style. Uh, Dune fans. <laughs> Dune House Atreides, number two. This is a Dune prequel. I have a feeling that one day this book will hold uh, a lot of potential value. Uh, I, I really do. And with Jay Lee doing these covers, that helps. That helps. Um, I, I'm honestly on this series for the Jay Lee covers. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's it. I, I, I'm, I'm not too proud to say that I, I'm not smart enough to really think that I could uh, potentially ever understand uh, Dune. <laughs> so, yeah. Nah, that's just how I feel about it. Um, Alright, so there's a lot of local comic store day books. It's this uh, air quote and heavy air quote holiday that Diamond made up to make a shit ton of money off of comic book stores. And really what they do is they force comic book stores to spend a buttload of money uh, for very little in return. While Diamond just reaps in all of the benefits. And they get these little exclusive variants and uh, uh, items and merchandising. And sometimes Funkos and stuff like that. And yeah, in the long run, the, the stores have very little room to make money without just selling them for outrageous prices. So my local comic book store um, just doesn't participate in it. You know, they're, they've been around for 50 years and they just know good business, and they realize, you know, this just isn't for us. Um, so, but for those of you that are that do have a local, or your shop is participating in local comic store day, uh, then I will, for the sake of that, shout out the uh, the variants that the Diamond is putting out for you there. So, and honestly, there really is going to be some big, big money here because. Yeah, I, I have a feeling there's not going to be a lot of stores participating for the reasons I said. So as we go on, you'll you'll start seeing that. And Dune does have a LC. I'm just going to say LCSD foil variant there. All of the LCSD books are foil variants. So yeah, uh, Lumberjanes number 75 has a LCSD foil variant. Um, Mighty Morphin number one. Getting reprinted with a LCSD foil variant. Uh, two actually looks like Momoko did one. God damn it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't say this often. I really like that one. Um, at least when I say I don't say this often, I mean I don't say this often about Momoko art. But that is... Uh, I don't know. I blew it up. I don't think I like it as much anymore. <laughs> yep, carrying on. Um, something is killing the children. Number one. 
is getting a foil variant. I have a feeling this is going to be the hottest thing, period. Period. Uh, I, I just... That's that's all there is to it. I, I, I don't... I think this book is going to explode. I could see this book going for easily $100 the day of release, if not by the, uh, by the end of the weekend. That's just... I don't know. That's just my gut feeling. Maybe it will be overproduced. Maybe I'm in a bubble because of, you know, uh, my who my LCS is. I don't know. I could be very, very wrong. But if that's the case, I wouldn't mind having one. Um, I, I, I'm not even a huge fan. I'm not a fan of this series at all, to be perfectly honest. I decided that I'm sending in my, my issue number one and two out to CGC. Um, I'm gonna put it towards buying a fucking house. <laughs> so, there. But, if that's the case, I wouldn't mind having this one. You know, rare or not. Just neato, kinda. You know, it's a hot book. Um, I'm not getting rid of my, my something is killing the children out of spite. I don't want anybody to believe that. That's that's not the case at all. It, it is a, just a matter, I, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice it because I'm not that attached. That's all. That's all. Uh, Mega Man. Mega Man fully charged. And those are all the uh, LCSD books coming out this week. Uh, Mega Man fully charged number four coming out on Wednesday from Boom. Um, I mean, the uh, shit. Something is Killing the Children number 10 with its second printing. All of the printings of this series are just huge. So just get them all. Get them all. If you're a speculator or a flipper, hang on to them for... doesn't seem to take long at all, and they just blow the hell up. Uh, Unkindness of Ravens, number three, coming out. Uh, two covers on that one, and then... Yep. That's it from Boom Studios, besides some, uh, some more reprints. Uh, from Boom, we're going to go to IDW. From IDW, we have Marvel Action Chillers, number two. It's, um, you know, just... Marvel IP, young adults, uh, and a horror story. There you go. Captain America It's following, it seems. Cool. Uh, Snake Eyes, Dead Game, number three of a six-parter. Uh, why IDW is letting Leafield do this, I don't know, but it's happening. It's happening. Two covers on that. See, that's how that is. This is pure proof that you know I'm not biased. When I'm actually promoting something that Lee Field's doing. Uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, Bad Guys, number three is coming out. Two covers on that. Star Wars Adventures, number two. Two covers on that. Yep, they rebooted Star Wars. Ooh, that B cover's got Darth Maul on it, though. Interesting. Uh, TMNT Donatello. Ooh, I wonder if I got this one. You know, you'd think if you get one, you'd get them all, but... Uh, there's there's six dollar books, <laughs> and my my pull list is extensive enough as it is, and yeah, yeah. But Donnie is my favorite, so maybe I did. It'll be a surprise on Wednesday. <laughs> It'll be a surprise, and then uh, uh, yeah, uh, IDW. Now from IDW, let's go Dark Horse. Dark Horse from the world of Black Camera. We got Colonel Weird Cosmogog number two. First issue was amazing. It's everything I could want. It's beautiful. It's Jeff Lemire, so bam. Speaks for itself. And then Tyler Crook's art was incredible. From the Stranger Things universe, uh, Science Camp, issue number three of a little four-part miniseries. There are three covers on that one. 
The Witcher is back in comics. Fading Memories, number one. Two covers on that one. That's exciting, right? Right? You know that Netflix is going to be doing some more Witcher soon, eventually. Right? Uh, and then last from Dark Horse, we've got X-Ray Robot. Wrapping up with its fourth issue, finally. And, mm-hmm. Trad more on these variants. <laughs> it's just so goddamn good, guys. He's so good. It seems like a fun series. I, uh, I'll have to... I'll be picking it up in trade. That's how I'll be doing that one. Uh, let's wrap up the indies coming out next week with Image Comics. Always, always a highly anticipated book for me. Chew number five. Uh, yeah, I just... It speaks for itself. You're either... <laughs> come on, it's Chew. Just trust me. If you don't know what Chew is and you are completely oblivious, then just trust me. Read all of Chew, all 60 issues, and then catch up and read these next four and then this fifth one by Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That's your homework. Uh, <laughs> worth it. Department of Truth, number three. Uh, two covers on this one. This book is wacko bonkers. It is... Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, it is crazy. James... Tynan is a madman. Philadelphia uh, number 10, a book you should not sleep on. It is, and J. Scott Campbell doing a variant, so, the, but, uh, come on, man. Rodney Barnes, the dude is friends with HBO now, and he's got a deal. He's going to probably, you know, do the, the, the book that he's writing. I'm just saying, Philadelphia, don't sleep on it. Good stuff. Um, some local comic store day books from Image this week. Ice Cream Man is getting a number 20, another Dr. Seuss cover. Uh, fun, different. Yeah. This one's not foil, though. Or at least it doesn't say. It probably is. It doesn't say. Um, Invincible number one, gold foil logo. I bet that one goes off big. Uh, Monstrous Talk Stories number one. Um, keep in mind, these are just local comic store day books oh, excuse me <coughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, spawn number 312 the e-cover is getting a local comic store day variant and I don't have any images on those last three at all um, and then yeah just so one two three four local comic store day books coming out next week from Image. And then we move on to Monstrous Talk Stories number one, just your regular A cover. Uh, Nailbiter Returns number seven. Uh, Rat Queens number 23. Um, uh, yeah, this, this is a, that's another sleeper. I have a feeling this, this book is going to be uh, one of the all-time greats talked about that just people caught on way too late to. Uh, Savage Dragon's coming out with its 254th issue. There's a retro 70s trade dress variant as well. Uh, Scumbag, number two. Hell yeah. Number one blew me away. I love that one. Two covers on that one. Mateo Scalaro getting a variant. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, Spawn, number 312. Hell yeah. And I have a feeling that B variant is going to be huge. Huge, huge. It is an homage to the Spider-Man 700 um, creator variant. So, bam. And then C is a gunslinger revolver variant. And then A cover is Matina. Uh, 
This is what we want, baby. This is good stuff. Life is good. Spawn. Huh. I'm anxious to see what that local comic store day book is. Or cover is. Then also from Image, we've got Tataris, number seven. Two covers on that one, and wrapping up the indies coming out next week, we have Undiscovered Country, number 10. Andre Sorrentino doing the variant. This is a book that I think is going to turn into a the next massive, massive... Uh, I guess I could just go on and say, like, the next Walking Dead. Let's just say it. I think they're just developing the characters, and... Yep, I think Undiscovered Country is going to be huge. Uh, now, let's wrap up this bad boy with the last half of the big two. We're talking Marvel. The Marvel book's coming out next week. The book's slated to hit your schlots on the 25th. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 53.LR, Last Remains. There you go. I mean, if you're reading Spider-Man, you understand. If you don't, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you're not reading Spider-Man, this is not important. Conan the Barbarian number sixteen coming out. There are two variants on, or two covers on that one. That's neat. They don't do that often with uh, with Conan. That's cool. Uh, Daredevil twenty four. Uh, always, always highly anticipated. Doctor Doom coming out with its ninth issue. There's a Phoenix variant on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excalibur. With its 15th issue, a little connecting Exoswords variant. Uh, three covers. Yeah, three covers total on Excalibur. More more Ten of Swords or X of Swords, Ten of Swords, I don't know. But, yeah, the sword stuff. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is wrapping up with its fifth issue of the five-part miniseries. Uh, Fantastic Four Antithesis is wrapping up with its fourth issue. Um, I haven't been reading it, you know, I'm honestly, I'm not a Neil Adams fan, but I picked it up for the sake of the first appearance of Antithesis, and that's all. Uh, Maestro, Maestro number four of the five-parter, on two covers on that one. Uh, Power Pack is back, uh, number one, five-part little mini-series, looks like they're doing a Marvel Zombies variant for that for some reason. I don't know. I have a feeling this one was supposed to come back or come out in October. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi. Third issue on that one. Shang-Chi gets a Phoenix variant as well. Uh, Dr. Afro is coming out with its sixth issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Werewolf by Night continuing on with its second issue of the four-part miniseries. I have a feeling Werewolf by Night and something's going to happen. Something's gonna happen with uh, with this character in the cinematic world, and it's gonna blow up this series. I just got a feeling. Uh, more Ten of Swords one-shot action. Ten of Swords destruction. These these are important, right? Oh, and there's a local comic store day variant on that. Um, hmm. Is that the only one? Strange. Just Ten of Swords. Right on. Uh, and then there's also a Pepe La Raz, <laughs> sorry, uh, connecting variant, and then a Momoko variant as well. Wait, is there more? Yeah. And there's a U variant as well. So one, two, three, four, five covers on that book. 
And to wrap up the book slated to hit your slots next week, Slurds, it's X-Men number 15 with its two covers, Momoko doing the variant. And that's actually one of the better Momoko covers I've ever seen, too. That one really is a good one. So, there you go. I know uh, I'm talking your damn ear off, but I try not to leave anything out. I try not to discriminate. Um, I really do hope that, you know, you, you take my take my uh, my word when I say the, these uh, FOCs really are important. And, you know, while I'm going through and doing this, I'm hoping to maybe spark an interest in something. You know, I hope you've been intrigued and enlightened and, um, yeah, uh, steered in a direction that you weren't so sure that you would go in. Because, really, that's kind of the whole point of all this is to get books in uh, un the unsuspecting hands. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, like, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, well, you probably already did that, but if you, you are listening for the first time, subscribe. Just do that. And uh, let's see here. Uh, leave reviews on Apple. Always leave reviews on Apple. That's huge. I can't stress that enough. Five-star reviews are huge. Um, it does wonders for the show. Um, join Patreon. Patreon.com slash cheers to comics for as little as a dollar. Uh, you, you get cool stuff, man. You get stickers. Stickers. I say that plural. I don't cheap out, man. I send you a whole bunch of stickers as a patron. Uh, so do that. Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. You know, start a pull list. Support your local comic book uh, store. Whether they're participating in LCSD or not. It's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. as always, please, 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 please stay safe out there. Slurs. Read responsibly. I love the poop out of you. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast.